Hello, I'm Milton Jones. My sister was told to stop eating wheat, but she ignored that advice and was run over by the combine harvester. <laughs> the other day I saw a purple wasp with white wings, but it turns out that's their away kit. So here I am, Milton Jones, international gardener. So plant your feet and allow your imagination to blossom as you get ready to dig another case of Milton Jones. So here I am at the Chelsea Flower Show. You know, lots of rakes, bean poles and hoes. What an amazing assortment of people. What a sight. All these show gardens with fabulous plants and exotic designs. Oh, no! None of the roses I planted have come up. Tell me, Milton, did you get them all out of that large blue and red tin? <laughs> yes. What, do you think I was supposed to take the foil off them? Well, at least they weren't quality street like last year. <laughs> That's Anton, my chief botanist. He's been with me from when I knew nothing about gardening. From when my business was just a tiny green shoot... Until now, when it's a great big tree full of potatoes hanging down from it. Still not quite sure why you're dressed as a teddy bear, Milton. It's for the judges. Think it through. Uh, so the judges arrive. Watch me. And you're walking round and round the garden like... <laughs> One step, two step, and tickly under... Yes, can I stop you there? I, I really would advise against doing that to the judges. Nonsense! They'll love it! Really, Stop, stop it. No, please, please stop it. <laughs> See? But there are a lot of other tremendous gardens here. You're up against some pretty stiff opposition. Don't worry, I've already thought of a plan to destroy them. Release the snails. <laughs> this may take a while. As the judges approached and the tension mounted, I pondered how gardens have always been a place to experiment right back from the dawn of time. Adam, do you want another apple? I think the last one got us into enough trouble. <laughs> this one's a Granny Smith. What's a granny? <laughs> I don't know. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm working on a new outfit. I'm going to try these. Stick with fig leaves, Eve. Whatever you do, don't try nettles. <laughs> but gardens have always been an obsession with my family. In fact, one of my ancestors was a medieval foot soldier who wore daisy chainmail. <laughs> and he bravely fought at the Battle of Agincourt for a few seconds. <laughs> but my true inspiration came from my uncle Dandelion. I called him Uncle Dandelion because he had a big grey afro. But then one day, the wind blew it all away. <laughs> During the 1980s, he was seconded to the Ministry of Defence, experimenting with all kinds of biological warfare and equipment. So, Jones, what have you got for us this time? Well, I, I'm wearing this combat jacket that I've made for use in the field, sir. It's bright yellow. Yes, of course. It's a protective coat that's made from 206 individual banana skins sewn together. Why ever have you done that, Jones? Well, last night, I'm sure I heard you say... That I'd like to see Banana Rama. 
Ah. <laughs> You're an idiot, Jones. Yes, sir, and just checking. Uh, what you were saying recently about jacket potatoes? No, that's not a jacket made out of potatoes. <laughs> Fair enough. Back at the Chelsea Flower Show, the judges had arrived to inspect my garden. Ah, Sir Percy and Lady Helen, may I present Milton Jones? Right here. Now, why is he dressed as a teddy bear? And why is he walking around and around the garden like that? One step, two step. Yes, whatever you do, stay this side of the fence. <laughs> Didn't you come to Chelsea last year? No, I went to the Millwall Flower Show by mistake. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, they were an inquisitive yet perceptive crowd... On the one hand, they seem very keen to test the robustness of my giant pansy costume with their shoes. <laughs> On the other, their predictions about the mode of transport in which I would return home proved entirely accurate. <laughs> but uh, the year before, Milton was here with his bonsai tree. Still don't understand why I didn't win. Mine was way taller than all the others. <laughs> and none of them had a treehouse in either. Yes, I remember you now. And the year before, weren't you that chap with the tomatoes? Ah, yes, you said that manure was good for them. But I think I conclusively proved that it ruins the sandwich. <laughs> I was ill for weeks. I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. No, Sir Percy, don't go near him. That's exactly what he wants. One step, two step, and tickle. Get off it! Oh, that was the best ever, Nursey. Mercy. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Tell me, see the exhibit? Yes, let's. So, welcome to my three-in-one garden. But there's nothing here. Aha, but if you walk up these steps... Ta-da! Oh, some flowers in pots. A roof garden. Very good. I thought you said it was three-in-one. I did, because it's also a rock garden. Really? Hit it! Milton, I don't think horticulture and Bon Jovi really go together. Of course they do. If you listen very closely to fruit flies, you can often hear them singing, Ooh, living on a pear. <laughs> so we see the roof garden and rock garden. Is the third garden something to do with this elaborate irrigation system? Absolutely. Turn on the taps. It's also a beer garden. As the beer rained down from the overhead pipes, I was informed that I had been disqualified. I just stood there open-mouthed. <laughs> I don't remember much else. But I'd had a difficult time before. My tutors at Agricultural College said I was lazy. But as I pointed out, I did manage to transform an orchard full of plum trees into an orchard full of prune trees. <laughs> but I did have to pay my way through college by setting up a special outdoor restaurant and then waiting on bird tables. <laughs> it wasn't easy. Uh, excuse me, madam. May I offer you some cutlery? Uh, it's just we've had complaints about you chewing up the food and then spitting it into the mouths of your children. <laughs> then I'll have to ask you to leave. Uh, look, you've also spilled tomato soup down... Oh, no, sorry, you're a robin. <laughs> Sir, please don't do that to the furniture. Excuse me, madam, you can't sit there. It's been reserved for someone else. I don't care what time it is. <laughs> what, the soup's a bit hot? Well, to be honest, sir, I didn't expect you to be swimming in it. <laughs> you want me to throw some croutons in? No, I already saw your wife help herself to bread from that other table. <laughs> I can prove it. Can I see the bill, please? <laughs> Stop it! Stop! 
Oh, not another customer. Ah, good evening, sir. Can I recommend the duck? Milton, 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 Milton Jones. Hey! After I graduated, my first job was in a fruit and veg stall in Bermondsey. Roses, roses for the lady. Daffodils for the Welshman. Carrots for the snowman with lots of noses. <laughs> but eventually I brought all my horticultural skill and know-how to my dream job at Kew Gardens, which is where I met Anton. I remember one day when he was showing round a visiting dignitary. Your Excellency, here we are at the Temperate Flower House. Ah, delightful. Is it? Oh, and this is our marketing manager, Milton Jones. Lovely bunch of dafts. Get your tulips. Even got some lovely rare orchids. Three for a pan. Uh, Milton, you can't sell exhibits like that, especially not to His Excellency the Dalai Lama. Oh, hello, me old China. <laughs> Whoops, Milton. <laughs> Listen, Anton, it's all about marketing. We've got all sorts of things going on. Fortune-telling in the Palm House. The Orangery is now sponsored by EasyJet. <laughs> And in here, we have what we call the Q experience. Oi! I've been standing in line for half an hour! Another satisfied customer. <laughs> Back at the flower show, I woke up to find myself covered in rosettes. At first I was excited, but then I realised my stall selling rosettes had fallen on top of me. <laughs> it was almost as bad as the time I tried to play darts with some budgies. But it turned out their beaks weren't nearly pointy enough. <laughs> but just as I began to clear up the debris, Anton came in with some amazing news. Milton, we've just won the award for Best Urban Garden. Really? The judges felt your garden, with its beer, loud music and suddenly being attacked, reminded them vividly of a city. <laughs> Nottingham? Exactly. <laughs> here for the prize giving. Oh, hello. I'm Sally. This must be Milton Jones' best urban garden. What city is it meant to be? Beer, loud music. Is it Nottingham? Yes, it is. Well done. <laughs> Mind the upturned motorbike? Ooh, clever. <laughs> Thank you. All ready for Alan's presentation? Alan Littlemarsh? That's the one. I'm his assistant. You are fun. Oh, of course. Gardening, hosting daytime TV, and now writing romantic novels. Is there nothing the man can't do? Gardening, hosting daytime TV, and writing romantic novels, as far as I can see. <laughs> We'll be able to meet him in a moment. Ah, ahead of you there. Alan Littlemarsh and I shared a room together at college. Uh, we had some crazy times. I remember once we, um, we filled a bucket of water. Oh, did you push over the tutor's door? Classic. No, no. We made up a solution of evergreen green lawn nutrient feed that was 5% too dilute. <laughs> Crazy times indeed. Um, Milton, not sure about the teddy bear costume. It might trivialise Alan's gravitas. Of course. Plan B. Underneath you're wearing a B costume. <laughs> Please, d don't do that. Mil Milton, sorry, why are you making that noise? That's my buzz replacement service. <laughs> hey, here he is, the man himself. Here we all are, then. Alan. Well, 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 if it isn't me old friend Anton. Isn't it? Then who's this imposter? <laughs> Hold his legs down, uh, I'll get his wig off. Please, let go of my hair. Steady on, chaps. Not in front of Alan. Well done, Sally, my ray of sunshine. Ray? I thought you said you were Sally. 
She's an imposter too. Hold her down, I'll get her wiggle. Milton, please, not in front of Alan Littlemarsh. Oh, really? Alan, so good to see you. And congratulations on all your success. Alan, Alan, do you remember the time when... um... Is this the uh, bucket of water thing? Oh, don't. Just don't. You crazy guys. (laughs) Hey, did Anton tell you about the time? No, 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 no. Alan, please, don't. What will they think? Don't tell me. You put your foot on a lawn that had a keep-off-the-grass sign. He has told you! (laughs) Classic. Anyway, you must be Milton. Why don't we crack on and present you with this here award? Best Urban Garden. First prize, signed copies of all my novels. Thank you. They'll make excellent mulch. (laughs) Right. Top, top. The limo's here to take Alan to the Horsham WI, where he'll be giving a talk. And then we'll be taking a helicopter back to Cornwall. Tell you what, why don't you come along? Yeah, and we could give you a lift in the company off-road vehicle. I don't know why Alan didn't want to come in our motorised lawnmower. <laughs> do, I, do I take it you're not a fan of Alan? Look, look, you just don't like him because he's perceived as bland. I've got nothing against the bland. I always put money in their tins when they have people out collecting in the street. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've noticed people collecting for the blind, but not for the bland. Well, that is a risk of their condition. <laughs> Anyway, where are we going? Ah, ah, well, now, this is exciting. Alan has created a new gardening theme park, including a biosphere in Cornwall. No-one's ever done anything like that before. What about my world of cheese? Or the Edam project, or something like that? <laughs> yes, indeed. You know, I'll never forget the hanging gardens of Baby Bell. <laughs> uh, I think we're a bit lost. Maybe we should try and retrace our steps. Easily done. This lawnmower has a retractable flex. No, no, Milton, no! Eventually, we made it to Cornwall, where Alan was building his theme park. Hello! Anton, Milton, how smashing to see you again. Come and have a little look at me greenhouse. You see? I'm trying to develop new kinds of fruit that are much more suited to the English palate. Ah, now, Milton here knows a bit about crossing fruit. Oh, yes, I crossed a kumquat with a mango. What did you call it? Now, I suggested a quango. So I immediately set up a government committee to think of a new name. (laughs) We're still waiting on that. But I also crossed a fast-growing shrub with some bindweed that eventually produced a mulberry bush that goes round and round itself. (laughs) Oh, golly! I'm not looking for anything that daring, but I've done a bit of tinkering of my own. You know golden delicious apples? Yeah, of course. I've been working on a milder version with a different colour. So not golden or delicious? That's right. Pale and without flavour. <laughs> I think the English will appreciate that. Hmm. Actually, this is all right. No, no Milton, that's, that's the box they come in. <laughs> I know. And what's that building over there? Ah, well, now that's my seed bank, containing thousands of the rarest seeds from all over the world. Wow. But, you know, there's one fruit whose seed I've never been able to track down. Seedless grapes. (laughs) There's one other. Comes from the dwarf dragonflower, which only blooms once every 15 years. Even so, with careful planning, surely one could collect some. And it's also only found in the malarial swamps in the heart of war-torn Somalia. So I'm never likely to find a volunteer to go there. Alan, time for the live reading of your novel. Milton, will you be joining us? On my way to war-torn Somalia... (laughs) I stopped off in several other places to pick up seeds, stones and pips for Alan's collection. Sally came with me to make sure I followed botanical protocol. 
First, we headed north to the highlands of Scotland. What a beautiful pine forest. I don't like it. The whole place smells suspiciously of air freshener. <laughs> then we found ourselves floating in the eerie silence above the Arizona desert. There's no better way to see the Grand Canyon than in a hot air balloon. Wow, I can't believe all these magnificent cactuses we've collected. Look, don't you think this big one would make a wonderful hat? No, no, Melton! And so we returned empty-handed to Alan Littlemarsh's theme park for the grand opening. I'm sorry, Alan. We couldn't get hold of the dragonweed plant. Not to worry. I appreciate your honesty. Good to just come out and say these things. No one likes an elephant in the room. Then you're going to hate what we brought you back as a souvenir. <laughs> doesn't matter, Milton. Nothing can spoil this splendid theme park. Everything's traditional, and we're opening with a traditional English fate. How marvellous. Look, Milton, how about this? Guess the weight of the cake competition. Should be pretty easy. And the first prize is one of me books. 4,000 tonnes. <laughs> no one else has entered, so you win. Bother. <laughs> but before that, a little surprise. Milton's been working on a speech to welcome people as they come in. Oh, yes. Uh, to symbolise the launch of something wonderful, release the pigeons. Oh, look at that. You didn't have to do this. Yes, so far so good. Ladies and gentlemen... Welcome to this incredible place full of horticultural innovation. I've just been to the gift shop and bought this kit of a build-your-own potato. Is Milton, that's a bag of crisps. Mmm, <laughs> cheesy. Anton, Alan needs to move on now. Milton, cut to the big finish. Very well. In conclusion, release the baboons. The, the baboons? My, my note said balloons. Ah. <laughs> Milton, what's going on? Uh, this is a disaster. I know. Hours I spent trying to fill them with helium. <laughs> but worth it in the end, I think you'll agree. Right, well, thank you, Milton. Shall we proceed to my seed bank to make sure it's all ready? This is something of a proud moment, I don't mind admitting. A state-of-the-art seed bank filled with incredibly rare seeds from all over the world. It is a bit hot in here, though. Well, they have to be housed in this huge temperature-controlled hangar. Just making some minor adjustments on the control pad. But it's such a nice day. Let's have the roof open. No, 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 Milton. The pigeons, they're coming back. They're eating all the rare seeds. Milton, do something. Release the other baboons. <laughs> I thought I'd try and make amends by getting up early the next morning and making everyone breakfast. Well, uh, at least we've managed to salvage some of the very rarest seeds. Mm, yes, I put them in a box in that cupboard. Milton, this muesli is absolutely delicious. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Oh, Milton. Uh, well, at least I managed to preserve those last few beans. Coffee, anyone? <laughs> oh, dearie, dearie me. Morning, everyone. Alan, I am so sorry about the events of yesterday. No, no, no. Alan Littlemarsh never loses his temper. Look on the bright side. The baboon manure is good for the roses. We saved a few of our precious seeds. And what's more, it's muesli. It's delicious. It's, Alan, you've just eaten the last of the seed bank. Right. That is the last straw. No, technically, this rare grass from the Serengeti is the last straw. <laughs> I was going to drink my milk with it. 
Right. That's it, Jones. You're fired. I'm going to use all my influence to make sure you're never, ever allowed to work in the world of horticulture again. Can't I just go on gardening leave? <laughs> no. You, sir, are a complete ninny. Oh, Milton, I'm so sorry. Alan's never used that word before. I don't think anyone has. <laughs> and so I was cast out of the gardening fraternity. I was down and out, but fortunately I was able to use my gardening skills to survive. I hit on the idea of cash crops, persuading groups of people to grow something they wouldn't use themselves, but could export for money. So we grow these right, and then we sell them in another country for money? That's right. Sounds good. And what are they called again? Vegetables. <laughs> no, you've lost me. So instead, I invested in a vast complex of underground greenhouses. But Anton wasn't convinced. Milton, think about it. You can't have a successful fruit and vegetable business without sunlight. He was right. So I built a new above-ground greenhouse. Well, what do you think? Milton, it's still pitch black in here. I know. I've covered the glass with solar panels. <laughs> nothing will grow. Doesn't matter. I use the solar panels to generate electricity, which works this computer, which allows me to order vegetables online from a cardo. <laughs> Do you want your pineapples, mate? And then I sell the pineapples to buy more computers. Milton, there you are at last. How's Alan? That's just it. Since the seed bank disaster, he's gone very strange. Now he's gone and paid silly money for some island. Is it off the coast of Cornwall? Oh, how did you know? That's the money they use in the silly isles. <laughs> anyway, he was talking about some kind of devastating plant. Plant? It could be nuclear. There's not a moment to lose. To the lawnmower! Bagsy shotgun. No weapons this time, Milton. Oh. <laughs> and so Anton, Sally and I drove in the lawnmower in a straight line to Penzance. And then back again in a straight line next to it. <laughs> and then back again a few more times. <laughs> but while we travelled, we talked about the old days. So, Anton, you're the botanist, so why do you leave all the gardening to Milton? Well, the truth is, Sally... I've always been slightly afraid of vegetation. Or rather, the poisonous animals that could be lying in wait for me there. You see, years ago, when I was a baby, my parents didn't know what to buy me for Christmas. A toy or a pet, a pet or a toy. And they compromised, bought me a rattlesnake. <laughs> Eventually, we made it to the coast. Right, Milton? We're coming to the cliff edge. We'd better stop and try and catch a ferry. Aha! Anton! Have you ever heard of amphibious lawnmowers? Melton, you're a genius! Well, next time I'm definitely going to get one. <laughs> Best swim for it! Oh, never mind, everyone. I'm a strong swimmer. I'll pull you all there. You're not serious. Oh, yes. I had trials for the Olympics. Almost got into the team. Me too. I came first in the limbo dancing. Or as they called it, last in the high jump. <laughs> Dragging us on the lawnmower... Sally swam all the way to Little Marsh's Island. We arrived and made our way up the coastal path, only to be met by the man himself. Well, 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 Milton Jones. I had a nasty feeling I wouldn't shake you off. Now, come on, Alan. What is your evil scheme? No, nothing. Just that after Milton destroyed me life's work, I got a bit, you know, tetchy. Alan! Well, I did. <laughs> I realised that I'd been being too nice all this time. And so I decided to get me revenge by creating the ultimate British vegetable. This isn't new potatoes, is it? I am really I good at I had them last year. 
<laughs> but first, I have to deal with you three. If I throw this ring of seeds around you... What's happening? This is the fastest-growing vegetation I've ever seen. Rocket salad. <laughs> no, it's a specially fast-growing tree I've developed. In some ways, it'll set this country back 30 years. Not British Leylandii. <laughs> Precisely. We're trapped. And now I'm going to be bringing out my specially developed chilli that will destroy the world. That's just... Well, it's an ordinary Scotch bonnet chilli. Although it's the wrong colour. It's a sort of, sort of beige. It's an English bonnet. I've developed the blandest chilli in the world. <laughs> it actually removes flavour from everything around it. But, uh, Alan, that would mean the end to the finest in British cuisine. Yes, you can't just reverse hundreds of years of British people eating chicken tikka masala. But I'm about to send these seeds to every WI in the country. And on my command, they'll plant them grow them and cook with them. How can you be so sure? Nigella's behind me. Delia's behind me. Delia's a fraud. I bought her book on how to cheat at cookery and it was just a list of menus and phone numbers of takeaway places. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, was that an evil laugh? I was trying it out. It's not me, is it? Stick to what you know, Alan. Stick to what you know. <laughs> but I should crack up. I've got to row this little lot of seeds to the mainland to catch the last post. He's getting away. Don't you worry. Here we go. Oh, hang on. There's a big hole in me boat. That was me. I saw his boat when we landed. Then my gardening instinct kicked in and I pulled up all the decking. <laughs> Very well. I'll just use your lawnmower. It's one of those amphibious ones, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh! He's drowning. He can't swim, but... But we're still trapped. Milton, we need some agile tree-climbing creatures to rescue us. Do what you did before when we were in the sea bank. Of course. Release the balloons. <laughs> yes. I was really rather counting on baboons at that point. Still no matter. No, no, look. Grab onto them. They're filled with helium. We're floating over the trees. Grab one, Milton. We rose up out of our wooden cell. And soon we were hovering above Alan. Sally dropped into the sea beside him. And I dropped on his head. <laughs> Sally rescued us both, and we all met up on the shore. Oh, dear. What was I thinking? Sorry, I had a bit of a funny spell back there. Can you all ever forgive me? You've just been working too hard. You need some time off. Oh, I could have seriously damaged the world. I should take some time off. Or perhaps write another book. Take some time off. <laughs> The countryside is beautiful around here. Ah, there's nothing better than a nice British walk. Once it took me 11 hours to walk from London to Torquay, holding the hand of my seven-year-old nephew. Really? That seems an awfully long way. Well, that's what he wanted for his birthday treat. Although he says now that he wanted a walkie-talkie. was another case of Milton Jones, starring Milton Jones, Tom Goodman-Hill, Dave Lamb and Margaret Cabon smith It was written by Milton Jones and James Carey, and the music was by Guy Jackson. The producer was David Tyler, and the programme was a positive production for BBC Radio 4. And listen again next time, when you can catch another case of Milton Jones!